Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Aaron Ashby or Nick Ladolo? Let's discuss on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Tuesday, July 26th. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White. And we had two young Southpaws on the mound on Monday, and they both looked very good. Aaron Ashby went seven innings, two runs, nine strikeouts up against the Rockies. He had 17 swinging strikes in that start. Nick Lodolo posted a season-high nine strikeouts against the Marlins. He went six innings of two-run ball. Uh, Both of the surface-level numbers for each of these pitchers don't look great, but the underlying numbers do look much better. Scott, if you had to add just one, who would you go with, Ashby or Lodolo? I'd go with Ashby. I think it's especially true in his case that the underlying numbers are excellent. Uh, namely, he's he's got the power arsenal where he's able to miss a lot of bats, really four different pitches that are capable of missing bats. It's it's such a good arsenal for, for Aaron Ashby. So he has that. But beyond that, he has what would be the second best ground ball rate among qualifiers. If, if he had the innings to qualify, he'd be second only to Framber Valdez. And like, that's a rare combination of skills. The, the elite mass bat missing in the elite ground ball rate. It, it's, it's like perfectly optimized for the modern game. Um, and, and should in time make Aaron Ashby among the league leaders in, in ERA, if he can get the walks down, that's been the, the bugaboo for Aaron Ashby, but he threw 73% of his pitches for strikes in this one, which is a very good strike percentage. Like 65 would be encouraging for Aaron Ashby. He's 73. So if you can keep that going, like it could be the start of something. I, I think uh, if, if you're looking for a second half breakout candidate, Aaron Ashby is among the biggest. Nick Lodolo has a lot of potential himself. Uh, talented guy, high-end prospect, good minor league track record, all of that. He's been hit pretty hard so far, and uh, you know he's had issues throwing strikes as well. Doesn't have the big ground ball rate that Ashby does. It's got to start somewhere at the breakout. There's no one saying it can't start against the Marlins, but the Marlins are especially bad against left-handed pitchers. I mean, they've just been bad against everybody lately, but left-handers, they have the lowest OPS against them. They have the highest strikeout rate, so it kind of made sense that Lodolo uh, was going to perform well against them. We'll see if he can keep it going next time out against the Orioles. Let's take a look at some waiver wire third baseman who performed well on Monday. Josh Rojas went two for four with a walk and three steals. He's batting 279 overall, five homers now to 11 steals. He's 58% rostered. Alec Bohm, back-to-back three-hit games, having a big July, batting 429, two homers, two doubles, 10 RBI. And Jamer Candelario went three for four with a double dong, and he had a pretty big second half last year too, so uh, maybe getting ready to turn it on here as well. Scott, what do you think? How do you rank these, you know, third baseman, corner infielders, Rojas, Bohm, Candelario? I think Rojas is the clear number one, and, and that's not saying much. I don't think he has huge upside. We, we had hope for that at one point in time. He had an incredible 2019 season in the minors, but 2019 was a ridiculous 
uh, year for offense at every level. And I think he was just a beneficiary of that. He doesn't look like a natural power hitter, but Rojas does have the speed element that the others, other two don't have. He's also eligible basically everywhere, uh, four different positions. So that's handy to have. And yeah, I think he's clearly the one to roster over Bowman Candelario. All right, let's say you're looking for some saves, which I think many people might be this time of year. For the Phillies, Sir Anthony Dominguez picked up his fifth save on Monday. Garrett Whitlock pitched the final two innings for the Red Sox and picked up his second save. And then Kyle Finnegan with the Nationals gave up a hit but picked up his third save of the season. Each of these is less than 50% rostered on CBS. Scott, how do you rank them? If you need saves, Dominguez, Whitlock, Kyle Finnegan. I'll go Dominguez one. I think he's a lot more talented than Finnegan. And he's at least in a 50-50 timeshare for saves with the Phillies. I, I think there's a pretty good chance he emerges as the guy at some point in the second half. So Dominguez one, clearly. Finnegan two, since there aren't many threats to his save chances with the Nationals. Um, yeah, I don't think... I, I, I don't think... Uh, Garrett Whitlock is going to be a regular source of saves for the Red Sox. I, I think Tanner Houck is still the go-to guy there. He's, he's in kind of a saves drought. I don't think he has one in July, mostly because the Red Sox haven't had many, and the few they've gotten, either Houck's been unavailable or it's been extra innings or something like that. So, you know, Whitlock may occasionally have this multi-inning save just because he's capable of going multiple innings, and he's, you know, a trusted reliever for the Red Sox. But I think the save chances will be pretty sparse for him. All right, for more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.